Hey, what's happening Citywide team? Uh, today we are gonna spend some time talking about client relationships and no surprise term letters. It's a big subject. You ready to get after it, Megan? Yes, I am. All right, let's go. So we're gonna talk about the power of the client relationship and that relationship being so good that they can't or they won't fire you. A relationship that's so strong that you'll never get a surprise term letter. I mean, maybe you'll get one once in a while, but it should be so, so, so rare. We're talking about a client relationship that's so solid that they won't go out to bid for competitive pricing without telling you in advance. Something like, hey, I have to go out to bid, my boss is making me do it, but I want to give you a heads up so you can have the upper hand. These are the kinds of relationships that we're looking for and the ones that we seek. And so with that said, let me give you a quick old school citywide nugget. When I first started at Citywide, uh, our uh, slogan was, you can't manage without us. And it carries a double meaning. And it's ultimately what we're talking about here. We wanna be so good that they can't imagine running their facility without you, Megan, without you, Mr. and Mrs. FSM that's listening to this. Uh, and of course, all the CCMs that help on the back end to make everything tie together and go smooth for our clients. So all I need is a quick magic pill. So Megan, give me a magic pill, what you got? Okay, it's gonna sound way too easy, but show up, do what you're supposed to do. Answer emails when you get them from the client. Uh, if you're out in your route, um, or if you don't know the answer, it's okay just to reply and say, I don't have the answer to that, let me get back to you. Uh, be available when they need you, and the biggest one is solve their problem. It really starts with janitorial, uh, make sure that their building is clean. If we can't properly clean their building, it doesn't really give them much confidence in our ability as a whole. Um, so once you have that dialed in, you want to be their go-to person for everything. Show them that you are much more valuable than the guy looking for the urine stripe, Tim, underneath the urinal, which by the way, that is Tim's favorite part of the job. And when I say favorite, I mean favorite. He's an interesting man. He's an interesting <laughs> man. He loves, he loves golf and he loves urine stripes. That's, That's right. We've all got our things. Um, well, hey, there's last week, Chad and I recorded an episode about surveys and um, how we go in for surveys that are detractors, upset people, and we come away with other services. And it's funny how these old school themes and patterns just keep showing up. And, and that's what you're talking about here. Get the janitorial right so that they will trust me with other stuff. So um, at the end of the day, I heard a little bit of like executions, things you need to do. There's probably some rapport. There's probably some personality required. Like what else is there to this to make sure that you're not getting surprise term letters? It's all of the above, honestly. It is, your personality is gonna get you into having the connection with the client, um, but having the you know ability to execute is really important as well. Uh, I'll give you an example that just happened yesterday. I met with a client who is, he's actually 60 days in, um, and he is about to fire us. And Wonderful. I, I know, I'm sorry if this is, Probably not a great example to give on a podcast, but it is, it's gonna get there, I promise. So he's about to fire us and I go into the building, which I've been there numerous times with Jerome. I get in front of him. I have a great you know, conversation with him, building rapport, setting expectations, telling him we're gonna solve the issues and you know, you're gonna be happy. And then on my way out the door, his carpets were ridiculously dirty. I said, and then I'm gonna clean your carpets. And he laughed and said, okay, sounds good. And it wasn't like a laugh, get out of here, Megan, I hate you, but a serious, you know. So I, I think that is an important part is making sure that you have a good you know, rapport with them, but obviously you have to be able to execute. And when I get this carpet job, I'm re-recording this so I can flex a bit. Well, we'll re-record it uh, anyways, because 
either that or you're gonna have to go build some serious rapport with Jerome who you just called out for not fulfilling the agreement in the first 60 days with his client to the point where he's gonna get himself fired. But actually it falls under me because you know Ooh, Jerome is still extreme new. Extreme ownership. Extreme ownership people. It does fall under me, not Jerome. Wow, all right, let's get back on track. So um, we're talking about no surprise term letters. We're talking about client relationships. So let's take a minute and talk about two guys that have had one heck of a career here and that's Ryan Souser and Tyler DeVries. Um, these guys have run a serious route for a long time. 97% um, retention over seven years is truly, truly, truly remarkable. Um, if you do 90 to 93% retention, you're doing very well. Um, so 97% over seven years is really, really legit. Um, keep in mind that includes lost clients that they literally have no control over, meaning the client doesn't have any money. They moved, uh, they went out of business. Um, Maybe they got bought out and the new company comes in and takes over and they clean house. It's just what they do. 97% contains all of those reasons. And then of course the, we actually screwed up and deserve to get fired. Very, very impressive stuff. So Ryan's been here for seven years. You're three months behind him. Yep. What have you seen from your experience watching those two operate? Yeah, um, basically they do what they say they're going to do. I don't like to normally give Rhino too many props for um, something like this. It does pump up the ego, but he absolutely does what he says he's going to do. Earned ego. It is an earned <laughs> ego, but anyways. Uh, but it's this is the definition of solving the problem and not band-aiding it. Ryan is a no-nonsense guy. He, If we drop the ball, he's going to say we drop the ball and I will fix it. And he does it between him visiting setting and making you know clear expectations to the crew or to the client tyler executing at night they just do what they say they're going to do yeah i mean I, I think it's dead on and obviously you've had a heck of a career yourself but um my last business is a teeny bit higher than his but whatever <laughs> everybody's lost business is a teeny bit higher than his right. it's just that's just reality but they really do um demonstrate that they are one heck of a team and and they just get along and work together so well but um, a while back when i was prepping for this episode I was talking with Tyler and he was providing some insight and some further comments about a different podcast that was recorded. And it was about the first week you clean a building with a new IC. And something he mentioned that really hit me and it should hit home with others is, he mentions right out the gates to a new contractor that he's here to help. He's here to help their business succeed. And he takes the time to make sure they really understand the difference between a complaint, a request, and an inspection. And that way they get what our language is, our verbiage is, and what our role is. Um, and I, just, I really took away from that as a great opportunity to remind ourselves as leaders that it's our job to make sure that whoever we're leading understands why we're doing the things that we're doing, what those things are, and how those things will impact their individual successes. Um, and then from there, we as leaders have to find that balance of like, how do we continue to like maintain rapport and have a relationship with them? but also going back to those first discussions and being able to hold them accountable to what was expected. So I bring this up because at the end of the day, a large piece of Ryan and Tyler's successes is that their ICs seem to be bought into this. They're not any easier on their ICs than anyone else. Um, they have high standards, their buildings are clean, otherwise yes. their clients would fire them, right? Yes. So um, yeah, that's kind of the, the big takeaway I had from chatting with Tyler a while back. Yeah, I absolutely love that thought. Um, recently with training, um, Jerome, I've been showing buildings with him as well. And some of, you know, some of the buildings have been challenging and here we are, you know, trying to get this IC to take the building. And I always tell the IC, 
you're going to get feedback from us. It is our job. We know how hard you work. Um, it's not meant to pick you apart. It's our system's way of communicating with you. And I hope that it you know, sticks with them. Obviously, it doesn't always work, but we do talk about the exact same thing. So I love that. Awesome. Any other last closing thoughts, remarks, anything else you got? I don't think so. No? All right. Uh, that's it. I mean, you can't manage without us. If you take away anything from this cast and you think about your job, your role, your responses to your clients, your communication with your CCM, the clarity and communication to the ICs through CRM when you're putting in complaints and requests, when you tie all that together, everything that you do, everything that you execute should be to live up to the standard of they can't manage without us. So have a great day. If you got any questions, please reach out to your supervisor. Thanks for listening and we'll catch you on the next episode.